Hey guys, welcome back to another weekly Crit Hit Wild podcast. I'm your host, Jared. Joined with me as always is Brad, Fred, and Brandon. How you guys doing? We're doing real good. There it is. How are you, Jared? I'm great. <laughs> there, there, I was waiting for, for you to kick it in, because I said that was what was going to happen from now on. <laughs> How are you? We invited him into the full, uh, he answers for all of us. I don't, yeah. I don't know what else you need. Yeah. How are you, Brandon? You doing good? Yeah, man. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Besides you... when you asked me for my grade about uh, Super Giant and then never responded ever again. Oh, I mean, I get busy. I'm, I'm, oh, I know no- you get busy. I'm notoriously bad about responding. I think at this point everybody knows that. I'm trying to get better, though, because I realize it's a character flaw. So. Hey Brandon, uh, while you're here, uh, what's your grade for Super Giant? Oh, you remembered, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I I actually have yet, even though I edited the podcast, I actually did not listen to the full thing, so I actually don't know your guys's grades. Um, All the better. We're well, getting it fresh. Um, my grade going into my plan was, and I've only ever really altered once on the my grade. Uh, but like coming in and like finishing, uh, my grade for Super Giant was uh, a solid D. I uh, I have a lot of problems okay. with the character. So okay, well, I think that that's I mean that's a little lower than the general consensus, but most of us were down that general area. I have a I think um, we were C's mostly. I think I, I have I, a yeah, fundamental I have a fundamental problem with small base and small movement. Um, and yeah, then but... she generates no power. She can't hold objectives. I just, I have every time I read that card, it gets worse for me. Yeah, but that's why you take every mothership, thing. boy. You take mothership to <laughs> teleport well, that three threat super giant in the middle of the field to wreck some havoc. Yeah, and then to gain you one power on her uh five dice attack to mm-hmm. just fucking get mm-hmm. blasted by a mm-hmm. beam attack or an energy attack. Yeah, uh, mediocre. Well, yep. I think that's where we landed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, how are you, Brad? We haven't heard from you yet. Oh, I'm good. Brad's currently uh, suffering from uh, a hunger of empanadas, so he might be a little quiet this time. I was reading a recipe. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, welcome back. Uh, we're excited to talk about Thor today. Uh, so we're gonna be taking a look. At the Prince of Asgard himself, but before we get into that, uh, some news and announcements. Uh, Nothing new since last episode that's really come out, except for they have announced that there is going to be an event running during uh, the mini-stravaganza. It's going to be running June 9th through 11th, and it's called the Renewal of Vows, which uh, it's similar to... uh, The name's going to escape me. What was the event that they, they ran... Uh, last mini extravaganza, I think it involved. Uh, it involved like the Illuminati, like you could pick a team. Maybe I don't remember. They ran the one th- before that was about the Infinity Gems. I remember that one. Yeah. Well, they're running a new, uh, a new uh, campaign event that's going to be going uh, globally uh, uh, during mini extravaganza. Like I said, which is the 9th through the 11th. Uh, it says each day features a unique mission requiring squ- squads of threat value 19, 17, and 17. So 
Uh, could be something fun to tune in to and kind of play Trail GS if you're uh, having a game night during those days and try something a little bit different. I know it says it's about Krakoa, so I'm sure that gets uh, some people who are big mutant fans excited. But uh, going on to Cerebro news, what have you got for us, Brad? Uh, well, nothing since last time, I don't think. No updates. Have you have you received any feedback on your play feature? Uh, no. Well, then shame, that's fine. Shame on you guys at home. If you're using the play feature, let Brad know what you like and what you don't like, so he can make adjustments. There will be updates coming for it. Uh, I did hear back from two people I think today about problems that I'm gonna get fixed. Nope. Oh, it was. Someone asked for tags for attack distance. I'll do that. And then there's something wrong with the dice calculator that I have to go in and fix. All right. Well, uh, so going on to uh, gameplay, I was not able to make our LGS night this week, so I haven't been able to get any games in. I think, Fred, you weren't able to as well, right? Uh, I actually played a game against Borka on Tuesday. Oh, okay, yeah. So, why don't you get a game in? Why don't you give us a rundown about what you guys played and what you brought? Uh, so I brought the list that Brandon created for me, essentially, uh, which was a bunch of Spider Foes and Criminal Syndicate with Shadowlands Daredevil, uh, and Borka brought Web Warriors with a splash of Wakanda. And it was a very good match. It was not one-sided in any way. Uh, I in, I had some very lucky rolls early on. Like, uh, Green Goblin took out Black Panther. He dazed Black Panther with one attack on round one. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was a big... And, I mean, Black Panther counts blocks and gets to re-roll a dice because he was under Miles Morales leadership and he blocked zero of my attack which just is a sign of how bad his rolls were that game that so of course he brand won for Borka. yep yeah and, and and yet he wins <laughs> uh, uh, he he ended up pulling out a win he, he ended up I think uh, the breakdown was 17 points to 14 points so it was it was a close game, and he was just ahead for most of the game, points-wise, and he just stayed ahead long enough to win. What crises did you guys play on? Do you remember? Um, Spider uh, we, uh, it was Spider-Infected and uh, Dark Portals, the Portals one. Okay. Intrusions. Intrusions, that's it. And it was a good match. I enjoyed it greatly. Uh, Shadowland Daredevil. Uh, I it, this kept coming up. This came up twice. This that game where uh, I I would activate Shadowland Daredevil. My hand ninjas would attack Venom twice. Venom would then attack them back, kill them. Then uh, Shadowland Daredevil would attack and create hand ninjas, which would attack again. So I would get three attacks out of the hand ninjas almost every turn. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was it was there. an interesting. Yeah, and it, came, it it happened multiple times, and my hand ninjas were rolling absolute rocks. 
I think that my hand ninjas did more da damage than anything else. I, I ended up doing at one point six damage with a four physical attack. So yep. that's uh, that's the power of the four dice attacks. Fuck, fuck the thirteen yeah, dice attacks. Give me the four. That's what I want. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I followed that attack up with a demon's devastation attack from Shadowland Daredevil, which did. Zero successes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how it, was, it goes. It was shields and blanks all along. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's how it goes. What about you, Brand? Did you get any games in this week? Uh, I played Borka right after Fred played Borka, actually. Oh. So. Look at him getting all the games in. That's how I knew he uh, played Spider Infected, because... Uh, he didn't. We had a little debacle when we played because I lost some models that have been since found, thanks to thanks to the person who's probably not watching or listening to this that uh, turned my stuff into our local game store. Much appreciated. Um, we played. He played Wakanda, and I played Midnight Suns. Um, and we played Gamma and. Condon herbs. You getting back on that Midnight Suns kick? Uh, I didn't. It was a. Uh, I I enjoyed them, but I, I didn't really. I just kind of more wanted to hang out with them more than anything, and they were just right there. I played Hulk, Ghost Rider, Blade. Uh, and he played Black Panther, Shuri, Okoye, and Ebony Maw with the. Time stone or mind mind stone. Um, uh, Ebony Ball is really good. In Wakanda, fun little fact if no one's ever done that. That was uh, uh where he gets all the he got what like three or he gets like three or four power a turn with the mind stone now. Um, uh, I think he gets four if you yeah, take a stone on two him. additional, right? Yeah. yeah. So that, like, he could just push, he kind of, and then he can just displace Hulk for the entirety of everything, which is obnoxious. So, um, it was interesting, because he's definitely a model that you probably don't ever play in Black Order, but with, with his Black Tongue, range four, move small, uh, with no size limit, and then he has a throw that's size two, um, and then he has a terrain throw of size four. And he, with the stone, he kind of always has power to do kind of multiple things a turn, um, which is pretty relevant. It was uh, it was interesting. I, I wasn't necessarily ready for it. I also um, don't think I rolled a success on defense. <laughs> <laughs> the trend, so. the trend uh, continues with you as well. Yeah, the against uh, my record against Borka is very uh, it's very bad. Um but it was a good game. Um Yeah, I mean I I don't know. Shuri is just really really good. Um The uh and then Panther's good and like I said the pushes and stuff were kind of obnoxious. Um I can never really get over. Uh, I do. I've I've always kind of been on board. I, I think Shuri's Panther Gauntlets being able to push size three is. I think it should be size two or less. 
Uh, oh, it, it already came down from size unrestricted. Which is was which was really dumb. It just doesn't make any sense. Like it does. Either that or it should have something like the fact that it's just range five and it just pushes like ninety percent of the characters in the game. It's just kind of like obnoxious. It's, everything about it's obnoxious, but I don't. I didn't. I never understood from the beginning what why it was size three and not two because most everything else went to size two, so it just didn't make a whole lot of sense why she gets a size three. But I guess the nerf to Okoye, uh, I guess that's where you balance it because sure he's good. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good game. Um, we talked a lot and figured it out. So it was, it was a fun time. Good. Fun times were had. What about you, Brad? Did you play anything this week? I did. I only got one game, man. But I played Brotherhood versus Web Warriors, which favors Brotherhood. Probably. Yes. And uh, I got to uh, Asteroid M, Magneto, into the middle of the board. Turn one and Daze, Gwen, and Venom. And then turn two, I killed Venom. Gwen, Daze, Mystique, and Magneto. And then Rogue killed Gwen. And then it was a slaughter. Yeah. And then I ended up killing his Moon Knight, his Corvox Peter. Yeah, that's all I killed. Ended up killing. I dazed Black Cat and dazed Miles at the very end of the game to win it. It was uh, Cree. Uh, no, not Cree. Sorry, Scrolls. And um, the scroll was not found until the end of turn five, the last activation. Jesus, oh, wow. it was it was scored basically once, technically twice, because I did score it the next turn. But uh, it's not like we weren't looking for it, because. If I happened to be near one, I'd roll it. And then he went out of his way to look for it. Brad rolled it like once in five rounds. Don't let him. That's not true. Anytime <laughs> I was next to it, I rolled. Yeah, but this 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 thing is you weren't next to it very often. I, the middle point I was because it was superpowered scoundrels. So we fought over that middle point a lot. So I was there searching for it there. I didn't search for it on the edges. We'll give you that. But almost everyone's activation ended with a search of some sort. Not every and turn. There were a couple turns you ignored it because he kept at he kept telling you to. I, I think I, you I, got that backwards. I kept doing I it and he kept way. saying, Oh no, I forgot. Okay, that might be what it was. Yes. Now I never I, as long as I was near it, I tried. But we we rolled it so many times. Never found it. Well, Miles found it at the very end. And then Scarlet Witch dazed Miles and took it. All right, well. Uh, yeah, I think that covers all the games that we played this week. 
I do think that locally we have a tournament coming up on the 18th. Is that correct? That is correct. So if you're local and you're listening to this, uh, please sign up and come down to the tournament. I believe that we're going to have some people traveling in. Yes. So uh, should be hopefully a good turnout. Uh, we'll cover, hopefully we get to record some of the games uh, and we'll get to kind of cover everything on the cast. But yeah, if you're local, please sign up on the 18th of June. Um, about what time do you think you usually have dice off? Noon. Noon. All yeah. right. So yeah. Please show up before that. Please come down. Uh, going on to uh, hobby stuff. Is there anything you guys have been doing hobby wise? I've been painting my X Force and picking X Force collars and picking the locks. Well, yeah. He says it so casually. Yeah, of course. a little bit of that. Of course, I'm picking locks. I haven't got. I've been able to do fuck all. Work has really got me, uh, got me in a bind here lately. What about you, Brandon, Fred? You guys done anything hobby wise? Built anything? Picked up anything new? Uh, similar circumstance to you. I've been working my butt off recently. Been out of town a lot. Uh, I don't think I've built or painted. Well, I haven't painted anything. <laughs> I don't think I've built anything since we last spoke. Okay. What about you, Brandon? You got anything going on? Oh, I've been, I played uh, some Magic the last, I guess it's been a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, I played in a modern tournament, uh, won that tournament, and then I practiced for a Pioneer tournament that's coming up. Um, Got some playtesting in, figured out some stuff, um, and then a new Pokemon set came out, uh, and I've, I've been getting a deck put together for that, which has been noxious. Well, congrats on your uh, magic win. Yeah, I'm I, I'm actually I'm much better at that game than I am at this game, so uh, and I'm not very good at either, so you, know, you can take that for take that for for Stop how you want. But, you. Um I've uh, been paying I've been paying someone to paint for me, but they haven't done shit, so I've done a little know. bit. I've I'm done some. Mad. You got some stuff uh, done. I'm just messing. Um, I haven't built anything. I've got. I've actually got a decent backlog of stuff. I need to get built. I realized yesterday when we were looking for, uh, when we were looking for my convocation models because he Josh want, or Booker wanted to play convocation. Uh, God, he's gonna stab me for that. Um, I found like uh, Captain America or Captain America Falcon and War Machine unopened, Hulkbuster unopened. Uh, Honey Badger and Electra box were open, but those two models weren't built. Um, my Rogan Gambit box was open, but just to get a card out of, both Spruce were still in there. Um, I have you a put Med- your Honey Badger together. I know, I have a Medusa on Sprue. Uh, I've got Colossus oh and Magic and Wrapping. Yeah, I, I realized that they're all in like, different spots, too. So it's just been like where they weren't all together. I never noticed it. And then like when I was looking for stuff, I kind of like brought them all together and I was like, oh my God. You need I some need to... organization in your life, my guy. Uh, organization is not really a problem. It's just they were like, I got some for Christmas and those were in a different box because I, I was up in Morgantown and then I put picked up a couple down here. So it's like those were down here. Those were like... Those were the ones I thought. I was like, oh, I just have these. Uh, I was wrong. 
So I also don't have foam for any of them, so that's not like they're not super priority. Yeah. Honey Badger is really the only one I'll probably be playing anytime soon. You have to play Honey Badger now. I will. I've I played Honey Badger before. I just always borrow his gears. I'm terrified. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break that model. Like there's it's no fine way. if you break mine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm much more careful with yours. I won't be as careful with mine. Is the problem. And then mine will break for sure. That model is uber fragile. In case anyone hasn't encountered that, uh, Honey Badger is a very, very um, fragile model. All right. Well, uh, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about, we can take a quick break and we can come back for the character review. Well, uh, we can talk about other games real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my, uh, I play in a Vampire the Masquerade uh, LARP, and my character died nerd. this week. What? Yeah, yeah, oh, right. Uh, my character died this week, and who'd your I'm character die to? Who killed your yeah, character? Who, who killed your character, uh, that Brad? Would be, that would be a uh, a certain Mason. someone. <laughs> it's it, it it actually was Mason. <laughs> it was not Brad. <laughs> now, uh, who tried uh, to kill your character though? It, it, it's been Brad driving this whole campaign against my character this entire time. <laughs> but uh, Brad was under the effect of Dread Gaze, so he could not kill me. Mason, however, was not. So Mason killed me. Killed you ever, like, um, you never, like, talk to people who don't know anything about, like, comics or anything about them, and then you're like, that's how I just felt just now when you guys were talking about that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Hey, Brandon. Every other hey, Saturday, we get together and play in a Vampire the Masquerade LARP, and you should join us. <laughs> I know most of the people that do it, I think. Brandon, you'd probably enjoy it. You I, probably I mean, would enjoy it. I mean, I'm not debating that. I know I enjoy most things. I'm a, I mean, I'm a nerd at heart. That isn't like... <laughs> This heart is rated E for everybody when it comes to nerd things. Well, this this game is rated M for mature. That's we do fine. some nasty stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm in. Is all right, like, let's do it. Do it like your Discord channel? Because I'm all into it. <laughs> My specific Discord channel? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> that is well fully underused. <laughs> I think that maybe we need to like really pump some life into his channel, Brandon, and just start shit posting in there all the time. Maybe that's I mean, what needs to happen. Uh, I also, um, I've actually started, um, I guess I've been building some uh, Legion list too. Um, oh, bunch yeah, of, yeah. Bunch Legion. of new Legion stuff on the way. I so. mean, this isn't a, uh, a Legion podcast, but those bounty hunter uh, adjustments are fucking ace. Yeah. They're really yeah. good. Makes me excited yeah. to play Catbane. I'm so excited to play Bosk. Like, I'm so excited. Like, did they change Bosk? Holy sh! Oh, can, holy sh! Well, you, you can oh, play yeah. him in CIS now. Well, they changed him, and you can play him in CIS, which is awesome. Because yeah. That's really Hold on, I will, I will, I will bring up Bosk really quick. This is so, this is right so now. off topic from like what we normally talk about, but. Hey, hey, we're uh, this is the podcast. We can go off topic. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, Boston, Cad, would... Cad Bane, you can play in Empire, and Boss, you can play in CIS. 
Uh, Bosk was. I am the biggest Bosk stan, even though he he can do some work. Uh, Bosk is, was great in the game, and they oh, made yeah. him. They made him better, that. and now he can play in CIS. And CIS needed operatives bad. So Bosk is only uh, 105 points now. So okay. he got his points uh, reduced. He has three upgrade slots. I'm not sure if that went up or not, but um, I believe it did. I think he only had two. Well, I think he might have got an extra training. Anyways. Uh, he can be an Imperial or Separatist. Uh, he gained Scale, which replaced Expert Climber and Unhindered. And then he gained Independent Surge 2. So if you, he doesn't have an Order Token at the start of the activation phase, he gets two Surge Tokens. Guys, it's been so long since I've played Legion that I don't even understand what you're talking about. Oh. And that's... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I I get it. I I. But the when you said 105 points, I thought to myself, "Fuck, he's so expensive." Oh thinking no! Of I the, think he was like thinking of the. I think he was like 120 or more. Yeah, yeah. I think he was like 125 or something like that. Yeah, it was. Well, and uh, yeah, because he got that. Cad Bane did get a. Um, he got. He went from 120 to 105. Um, as well, I believe. Let me check real quick. I believe Bosk went from 115. He went from 115 to 105. Um, the bot. The only thing about Cad Bane is, uh, we talked about it in, in one of our group chats. I just wish he rolled red dice, and like I understand because he's got like danger sense three and dodge yeah. two. Like, yeah, he, he, he's, he's, he's gonna be hard to kill, but like he shouldn't die. That's his whole gimmick. Like, his whole gimmick in the history of, like, Star Wars is that he just doesn't die. Well, I know that, but the, always... the danger sense is what makes sense. Like, he's not armored up. Yeah. He's not armored I mean... up. If, if you give him red, like, he's throwing the, say, the same as, like, Boba Fett, and I just, it just doesn't make sense. I just, I just want more. I just want red saves and uh, everything. Yeah, that's really yeah. what it is. Well, the only you, thing you I picked the wrong call. faction, boy, so if you yeah. want red saves, so. Yeah, because I get, well, the, all the super attack droids uh, got red. Uh, and now with all the like the with all the pikes like all the new syndicate stuff like most of them are going to be like cross affiliated so like i'll get some red saves but yeah it was uh it was <laughs> it was uh, a long time coming because yeah. we didn't we like to roll white dice over here in droid land who knows maybe eventually we'll, we'll branch off and also maybe put up a little bit of legion content who knows maybe we'll, we'll get a video or two on the channel what about you, Brad? Do you have anything that you want to chime in for for Legion? Nope. I remember the one time that Brad, when we were all playing Legion a little bit, Brad had his clones, and he was playing against our uh, local Andrew, who is a diehard Star Wars fan. And Brad, for those of you who don't know, tell him what you hate, Brad. You? Uh, well, Ooh. there's that, but what, what do you hate in Star Wars specifically? Uh, Jedi. The Jedi, yeah. So he plays clones, and he doesn't have any any Jedi, no Sith, no nothing, no, nobody with a lightsaber in there. And he has a clone, and the Z6 on it is pointing straight up in the air. And I don't remember if I said something or if Andrew said something, but somebody said something about what he was shooting at and brad said he's shooting at the planes and that just triggered andrew 
<laughs> so much. And I still remember that to this day, how upset he got. Because <laughs> he's so nonchalant. He's shooting at the planes. Uh, that's, that's the what same else thing would I, he be shooting at? Uh, that's like, uh, my friend still brings it up as like the first time he ever encountered like um, Brad and Andrew. We were playing Commander at the game shop and Brad and Andrew were playing Guild Ball. And uh, they're very animated characters for people who don't know. Which is different than what you would ever tell with Brad's monotistic ass in this I'd podcast 90% of the time. Still don't but... know if I would classify him as animated. Uh, when he plays Andrew. Oh, okay. Fair. fair. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there was this time, and I'll never forget it because I had known them for a little while before that, and I knew they kind of get a little animated, a little heated with each other, but they're still really good friends, and like nothing crazy is going to happen. So we're playing Commander, and my back's torn them, and they start like talking loud. And I guess Andrew and Brad's faces both got really red because my friend just could not focus and was like, leaned in and was like i think they're about to fight each other like i think they're about to punch him in the face and i was like oh no 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 they're fine and like to this day he's still like oh, i swear i thought they were gonna just flip the table and start like brawling right beside us and i was like and it's just that's like the funniest if you ever knew brad like that's just the most funny story ever to think that he would you know get in a fight um was andrew playing fish i I have no that I don't know. I don't know anything about that game, so Brad would have to chime in with that information. The only thing that you need to know about the game is that apparently the player base ruined it. That's all you need to know. That is a falsehood, and that is that is slander. <laughs> that is slander, good sir. I'm just saying what trial. the developer said. <laughs> I did hear it was a really bad game, and like the people who played it were the worst part about it. So that is false. That I, that is slander, good sir. Uh, I will not stand for it. Objection hearsay? Objection hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, it's like when people act like the best Wolverine isn't Logan. Like, it just, none of it makes sense. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What have you done? I think this was a good time to take a break. We'll be back. In, uh... And with that, we'll come right back and we will take a look at Thor. So stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome back uh, to the Crit Hit Wild Character Review segment. I'm your host, Jared. Join with me is Fred, Brandon, and Brad. And today, well this week, we're looking at Thor, Prince of Asgard. So, in light of some new releases potentially coming down the pipeline, as well as viewer requests, we are going to take a look at Thor. Uh, here's to hoping that Heimdall and Scourge and whatever else that they hopefully announce at Mini Stravaganza kind of breathe some new life into the uh, Asgardians. But uh, taking a look at Thor, Prince of Asgard, a.k.a. Thor Odinson, he is a leader for Asgard, clearly. He has six stam on his healthy side. He's a medium mover, size two, five threat. He's got a four four three stat block uh, with a six dice standard physical strike with the power equal to damage dealt. But this has a wild throw on size 4, and it's a short throw. So very huge in today's current uh, landscape of the game. He has a range 5, uh, 1 power cost, 5 dice, uh, hammer throw ability that after it's resolved, target character gains shock. So no trigger needed, just an automatic shock. 
Then he has an energy A2 7 dice spender for 6 power. So nothing fancy there, just 7 dice A2. Uh, the affiliation for Prince of Asgard is at the start of each of your turns, one ally character may spend 1 power. If they do, remove one damage or one special condition from that character. Each ally character may use this leadership once per round. So just quick note, it's at the start of each of your turns. One ally character may spend one power to do this uh, ability. It does not have to be the character that is activating. Just one ally character. It just has to be at the start of your turn. So your whole... Uh, your whole board, your whole squad will be able to benefit from this pretty much starting from round two. Sometimes you'll take some early damage and stuff like that in round one, and you can use it. But uh, for the most part, once round two comes around, you're, you're going to be using this affiliation on every character pretty much for the rest of the game. So uh, He has a three-cost superpower for Asgard. It's uh, charge, uh, but specifically he has to make a strike attack action. And if you deal damage, the target character gains stagger. So uh, it's probably, I mean, it's different from all the other charges. It's probably the best one in the game. Uh, he has a three power strongest Avenger superpower. Choose an interactive terrain feature or enemy character size four within two and throw it medium. Uh, superpower can be used once per turn. Finally, he has the Asgardian passive uh, superpower. During the power phase, this character gains one additional power, and he has the passive superpower Flight. Uh, and then going on to over to his injured side, he just gains two extra health, so he goes up to eight health on his injured side. But uh, yeah, what do we think about Thor? Uh, I'll start with you, Fred. Uh, okay, so on everything here looks cool and looks fun. Uh, he's got that charge, which is. I, I, it is, it's 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 very good. I don't know if I consider it the best charge in the game because it has to be the hammer strike. It does give stagger, which is tremendous. Uh, but sometimes you want to really just hammer out damage with the charge. But it is a great charge. Uh, and then of course on his on his hammer, uh, on the hammer strike builder. He has a wild throw, uh, which is really good on a on a builder. And it's uh, six I, my, dice too, so uh, you 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 go ahead. I'm, I'm going to look up the odds of doing uh, of getting your wild. wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he he's got. A, I I like the uh, affiliation bonus a lot. Uh, and he has six health on his front side and eight stamina on his back side, which is a nice little benefit. Uh, the, the biggest problem here is that he is five points. So he is a premium. So everything on there needs to be worth five points. It needs to be worth uh, more than a, a cost three character and a cost two character. That's that's the issue. That's the math that you have to put into him. Uh, and being at five points, unless you're taking him as your leader, I don't see him being able to come into and like I don't think anyone's splashing Thor. I might be wrong about that, but 
Well, wait, I don't think our, wait, well, we'll wait till we get to our list building segment. Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I like him. Uh, it's just I don't know if he like uh, I I don't. Here's here's my problem. Uh, I have never either played this character or seen him played against me. I I have zero. Uh, zero experience with Thor, and so uh, why don't you you why don't the rest of you guys school me in in the ways that I am incorrect? Go ahead, Brandon. I oh, God, me and Jared are gonna bump heads on this um, because Jared wouldn't be the first. It wouldn't, and I'm uh, Jared's a little jaded when it comes to Thor. Uh, Thor gets two power a turn. Thor has a spender that hits super hard and it does not take him and he can very easily get that six power. He has above average health for five threat models. Um, he has a throw that could throw size four characters and terrain, which is super good in this game and super rare. It's not very common. There's not a lot of characters that can do that. He also has that throw on his builder, which is crazy. That's He's a, a five-star model. That's a uh, it's a fifty-nine point seven two percent. It's sixty percent, yeah. And if you can play him, and if you are playing Asgard's, a big thing is I've, I think I've I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast, but this affiliation bonus is way better than it once was. Um, Conditions are very relevant in a lot of highly played crisis. They are um, a lot of the new characters, especially like the convocation models, some of the new X-Men, the Midnight Suns, a lot of conditions are put out. Um, and I, I never, I don't always think about it. And even like, uh, it's like every game I play now, it's like, Okay, cool. Like you got to have your poison tokens, your slow tokens, your stun tokens. You got to make sure you have like incinerates. You got to make sure you have. It's just like you just have tokens. Everyone has two to three tokens, and it's like you can remove one every single activation, which is really really good for one power in an affiliation where everybody gets two power minimum. Um, I don't think they have a single model that's affiliated that gets that doesn't get that bonus, right? That doesn't get the Prince of Asgard bonus? No, the Asgardian bonus. The the two power instead of one at the power phase? Yeah, there's no one that's affiliated with Asgard that doesn't have that, right? No, all of them have it, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he does a lot of good things, and I think it's just... I think he just kind of gets lost in the sauce because it's like... He was one of the first models kind of that came out. He does have a very small affiliation. Um, but six dice on your builder is really good. And the fact that you have a sixty percent on a throw, uh, eight, and they love to play hammers, so you get Thor of a hammer, so in, or even an herb if you play with common herbs. Now you have seven dice on a builder that's going to increase your throw percentage to I think like seventy-two percent at seven dice. Um, I could be wrong on that, a little off, but again, it's just one of those when you can play stuff where if he's getting or if you're playing cubes, he's holding cube. Now he gets three power a turn. He can heal the damage that he takes. And now you have a size four throw at your disposal, a four Asgard 
that can now for three power you can roll throw six dice with a throw and stagger on a size four character which is so good in this game at this point i just think a lot of the times people forget about thor because it's like he has that i just i think it's that leadership it's uh, a lot of characters in this game that have a leadership it's like you look at him and you're like oh cool leadership and it's like do we play him this leadership especially when it's the only one for that affiliation it's like okay cool i want to play thor okay i'll play asgard and you don't really think oh i can play him in other affiliations as well um that maybe don't have a high threat affiliated model that's very good <laughs> gene gray um and then you can do all these things very well um, with Thor. So I'm uh, probably a little bit higher on Thor because uh, everybody else is a hater and Thor's the man. I'm, so. I'm not a hater. I, I, I like everything on this card. This card is very cool. The, the issue is going to be whether he matches his cost. And uh, I think he, he mostly does. He's very cool. There's a lot of cool a, stuff. Hey, I have, Fred, I have a question. Because uh, I yeah, know that yeah. happened to you. Um, when Juggernaut gets thrown into one of your characters, it sucks, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It sucks a lot. It sucks a whole do, hell of a lot. He can possibly do that three times in a turn for three times. Um, that, well, that sucks a lot. A whole hell of a lot. <laughs> I, I'm not going to deny that. Uh, that. Hey, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Oh, be, I, and I need I need this to be very clear that that's happened to me too. I played Juggernaut one time, and Hulk came up and threw him three times in one turn. I have not played him since. I have not. I didn't buy him. I did not. I have still never purchased him. I have no. I've never put him in another roster. I'm, I just I, I can't do it. I, I can't. Ew. I like uh, how I like how Fred thought about it for a second. You talk about throwing Juggernaut in those own people like three times. He's like, oh, well, well yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. That was really yeah. good. And sixty percent. My, my butthole puckered. Yeah, and that's it's very relevant, uh, and it's it's scary. Like I said, that's happened. I lost that game, and I don't want to say I specifically lost it because of that, but I mean, certainly didn't it, help. I mean, he. He dazed four of my characters by throwing Juggernaut into them. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Juggernaut rolled decent defense. And, like, I just wish he would have died because then he couldn't have been thrown into him. But he was staying alive, so he just kept throwing them into people, taking one damage um, that I can – like, uh, does, he, does he pay to reduce? I do forget that. Yeah, Juggernaut pays to reduce. Uh, he does pay yeah. to reduce, yeah. Yeah, so, and he, can he reduce his zero, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think his – I think, zero. yes. I think yes. I I need to have the card. In well, then that's on you. If you kept keeping him alive, you should have just let him die. I mean, but at that point, it's like once he's killing all your other characters, it's like, well, shit, you gotta kind of keep him alive, or you don't have anybody, right? Nice. No, he can only reduce to one. Uh, suffered mount suffered by one. Oh no, he can reduce to zero. Yeah. There's no minimum on it. Um, so and he has a medium move. Um, like I said, my biggest pet peeve in this game is small moves. So medium. Well, good to get. so look, I I actually agree with both of you a lot about like how you feel about Thor. And it's also sixty six percent on seven dice. Sorry. I think that some of my so when we look at like his stats, like they're really good, and when we look at his kit, it's pretty. It's I mean it's it's pretty good. It's it's really good kit. Like the size four throw, and the size four well the size four throw superpower. And the size four throw on the wild, I mean, is great. 
I think that some of my uh, apprehension, like with Thor, is not necessarily Thor as like a piece, but it's Thor like in his like with the affiliation. Because I started out like I think one of my main I think I've probably said this before one of my main focuses was Asgard. And I think in the first uh, like tournament league that I ran at the shop, which was I, it might have been before we had start started having monthly tournaments. Uh, I ran that. It was. I, yeah, I played Asgard, and I mean it was great, and they were really good back, you know, in the release cycle that they were in. But I think kind of what's happened, and why I'm hopeful that like Scourge and Heimdall kind of breathe a little bit extra into it, is that Thor is good, but the five threat cost when you want to play him in affiliation and splash him is steep. And if you don't have everything else to back up uh, the threat cost of your leader, then it becomes, I, I don't know. It, it becomes. <sighs> it also hurts that this affiliations only affiliated models are two fives, three fours and a three. Yeah. So they're like a super, yep. they're a super expensive faction, right? So you're already, you're already paying attacks uh, for Thor, uh, bringing him in at five. And I think for five, for at five threat, if you take out the leadership and everything, I think everything that he does is great. Like he has an amazing stamina pull the the one thing I think if I have a gripe about Thor is that he can get really dicey. And then, I mean, you could say that about like a lot of characters, but his kit is very dice reliant. And in Asgard, there is the, there's no dice manipulation unless you take something out of out of affiliation. There's no dice manipulation, and when you and I've had so many times where I really needed to hit the wild strike, and granted it is sixty percent, but I didn't hit it, and it like because you're running so few models that like you really need you really need him to do work as a five threat character. You need him to do work every single time that you activate him he's kind of like a corvus in black order and i'm going to kind of make this analogy like they don't have the control that black order does right because thanos has two stones he has my gym he has cosmic portal they don't have that kind of control so when asgard came out they were like the premier brawly like affiliation that was in the game like they're they're high uh health pulls they have decent defense across most of them uh, and they all hit pretty hard. So they're the premier brawling faction. Well, then you turn right around and Black Order comes out, and then all of a sudden Black Order can outbrawl Asgard and any other affiliation for that matter. So when you're comparing it, you have like a Corvus who in Black Order, when you go with him in a faction that kind of wants to kill and brawl and stuff, uh, you have to get the most out of his activation every single time that you activate him. Because if you don't, or you have a series of bad rolls, then it's going to kind of spiral out of control for you, and you can lose a game with a bad turn. And it's kind of like that with Thor. Like, yeah, you can do the strongest Avenger and throw. If you do it for Asgard, and you don't do any damage on that for Asgard, and you miss like a key stagger, or if you're not getting your wild throws, it can feel really bad. So as a five-threat leader... Thor just sometimes he feels kind of dicey, and I think that that's that's kind of the lens that I'm looking through. If it makes sense, is that 
because you have to take him, and because he's dicey, he's not always consistent. So you can have these turns where he's just a five-threat dud in your affiliation where you're paying a premium and all your other characters are expensive. And that's the that's the one thing that kind of just gives me a drawback on Thor. I think that the affiliate, affiliation is really good. Being able to heal constantly on top of your high uh, health pool and being able to remove like stagger and stuff is really good. I like that he can do automatic shock. I like all the size four manipulation that he has. I think that I just wish that they maybe, and this is not something necessarily against Thor, but I just wish that they he had a little bit, he had a way to be just a little bit more consistent. And I also wish that he had a little bit of defensive tech. Yeah, he has four four three, but that does not save you. Uh, it's the same thing. Like at least Angela has ribbons where you can't reroll against her. But the four four three, even with his high health pool, it does not save him. Like you have Odin's blessing, and that's it. And you're probably going to use it on Thor most of the time because he dies. Like, there's so many things in this game that, like, yeah, health is good. But it just does not save you as much as it used to back in the day. So, For those four, of four, you who are listening in, uh, Odin's Blessing is basically the same as Exceptional Healing. It's you spend three power and it reduces the damage from an attack to one damage. Yep. Yep. He actually yeah. four four three. Ironically, uh, or I thought it was ironic, is actually like slightly below average for um, five threat characters. Okay, so four. I mean, four four three is it's okay. It's the basically mystic... it is basically average, but it's yeah. but hey, it's better I, than Murdoch. His health pool is above you... average, though, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I think you've said this very well. Uh, you just made a case that was very compelling to me. Um, I, like, uh, what Brandon was saying is with the throw, it's about 60%. And yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but that's six out of 10 times that it happens. And what if the times where you really need it to happen are the four out of 10 times where it doesn't, I, I, I get what you're saying and I can understand fully how that can be very frustrating. Yeah. It's, See, I feel like the whole argument, if I'm just, I just want to chime in because I feel like it was mostly a knock on Asgard and not really Thor. It, it is. I, again, I think that Thor as a whole kit, I think, I think he's, I think he's good. I think he has a lot of really good things uh, about him. I just, don't let the don't let the health in the the four four three fool you. Whenever you're playing a faction that has no de like if realistically if you're playing Asgard again I am knocking on Asgard a little bit. If you're playing Asgard and you're playing Thor, which I feel like I have to kind of home in on the affiliation because to Fred's point, he does not really get splashed uh, too much. Uh, there's a case for like Steve Avengers. I'm interested to see what you guys have come up with as far as like roster building goes, but. He he doesn't get splashed, so he he gets taken in Asgard clearly. Uh, so I'm kind of homing on that. He just I, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll quit. I'll quit riffing for a second. I'll let Brad talk to him. Let Brad speak yet. Good, Brad. Yeah, he's fine. Okay, fair enough. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the throw obviously is good. The I. The leadership's great. You know, it's one of those things where I look at it and I go, if only Cyclops had this leadership. Uh, yeah. 
Then Cyclops would be good. Underappreciated. It's a very underappreciated leadership. I feel it's like. very it's good. I like it a lot. That's only gotten better. Um, the best charge in the game would be Wolverine if you ever rolled wilds on the charge. Oh, okay. But you fair. never do. That's never. True. Roll zero wilds <laughs> every time. I don't know. I I think he's got a pretty good kit. Uh, I get the non-defensive tech, and if Heimdall has a bodyguard feature, or even like a, a save feature, kind of like last minute save on Lockjaw, where it's like, hey, if something's happening, you can pull Thor out of the mix. Yeah. That's gonna be such a massive upgrade to Asgardians, and I know, like speculation. I was I was really big during the Black Swan, not wanting to speculate on anything, uh, but it's like one of those things where it's like, it is their their affiliation roster is really really small. Um, I feel like they're these two models coming out could make this affiliation insane if they are just like really good tech three threat characters i hope so uh, like i don't think i think one will be four and one will be three but i thought super giant was gonna be five and she's three so i mean who who knows i i just i three i feel like they're both gonna be i just feel like fours are they already have three four threat models like enchantress helen loki are already four yeah, and then you have Angela and Thor at five. Like, but I mean, that's I, been I their, really see them both being three. That's been their shtick is to have it. I, I mean, I do for quality of life. I hope that they are threes to kind of open up a little bit more. Because when you look at it, like Black Order typically has what three models on the table, probably four. When you're only rolling, when you're rolling sub five models, it makes it a little bit easier on your opponent, depending on what they're what they're bringing to kind of focus down and scalp out stuff like five models on the table seems to be a sweet spot to where it's you're really like what do i need to deal with and there's some like give and take as far as like what you need to scalp out when you're running four models or less i think it's it becomes a little bit more clear and easier to just completely tunnel a model and kill them and what i was saying earlier is yeah thor has 14 health but that doesn't save him and everything in the game dies everything in the game dies i i but when you look at black order they all have a damage reduction and then they all have he can heal he can heal on every character's activation right he can only heal himself once around is it each each ally character can use that leadership ability once per round but you can you don't have to have the model being activated to do it so you could go with thor first People beat him up, and then at some point during the round, you can do the leadership and pay one and heal him one. But, I mean, I think that... Me and you, me and you actually played a game, and I played as Guardians, and you're playing Midnight Suns. And Thor is good, but you and he has good health and stuff, but I think I med-packed him. I think I might have Odin's blessing him. And you still, like... Can we just, clarify that I, I threw Hulk and Ghost Rider into him? Yeah. But, two of the best models in the game. Those are two of the best models in the game. I put I, 11 points into Thor, and Thor held his own for a long time. That's because I had to do so much to him. But you didn't really put Hulk into him. You had, like, one good Hulk round. I think I I controlled I Hulk the whole time. But anyways. Yeah. Um, what'd you do? Wait, what'd you do? You controlled him with who? Who controlled him? Uh, I think it was Mind Jim Loki. <laughs> 
Loki, I think, yeah. I think I did throw. No, off. Loki was on the other side. Loki and Voodoo were having their little battle on the other end. I think I hit him and I did throw him. I did get my wilds yeah. that game, but after that, it was all my Jim Loki. <laughs> who killed? Who killed Hulk? Yeah, the, I think Loki did Loki. It was Loki. Is his yeah. I'm a god Loki smacking him with yeah. a snap. Anyways, yeah. um, when you look at Black Order, like the comparison I'm kind of making as far as just like brawliness goes, not even the control because. Asgard does have some control, but not too much. Um, they all have damage they, reduction, and they all, like, uh, Proxima has martial prowess, Corvus has, which if we're comparing Corvus to Thor, which they, Corvus has reality gem on top of damage yeah. reduction. So I don't know. I wish, I guess my point being is I like what Thor has. I wish that he had maybe a Thor little bit of nice something. damage reduction. Yeah, I think it would be on brand, and I wish that he had just a little bit of damage reduction, and then he would be a really, 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 really good five threat. Oh, I mean, I feel like when you play them, you're going to bring Odin's Blessing. You're going to bring probably Med Pack. Uh, those, in regards and combination with the ability to heal them once per round, like, I mean, it's it's really good. I mean, like, it's a lot of healing. I know it's like you don't really want to be dedicated to that, but, I mean, most of the time, most people, what, 70% of rosters had Med Pack in them? Like... Yeah, like majority, and if it gets cycled out, like if they're talking about doing the tactics card cycle, like the rumors have kind of gone around, you know, this leadership increases in value because if not everybody can take Mad Pack, then being able to heal your characters one damage is, is I mean, it's good. It's it's a good. Yeah, there's thing an upcoming to be able to review do. because as soon as we review Heimdall, there's a really good chance Heimdall may even have like a like a bodyguard slash a heal factor, so that could be. Well, now we're just baselessly speculating. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. It's just one of those things where it's like this could, this could be he could improve drastically in the next like seven days. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Damn. I mean, just to kind of touch on a little bit more positive, like we haven't we've talked about the throws and we've talked about some of this other stuff and the leadership a lot. The Asgardian trait that he has, as well as you know all the other Asgardians, that enables you to do so much. Like. It makes you very strong on pay-to-flip scenarios. It makes you very strong on any kind of uh, crises where you want to interact a lot. It, like, n not only does it fuel kind of everything else that Asgardians want to do with their kit, because all the Asgardians, uh, for the most part, have uh, good superpowers and abilities to spend their power on. Uh, so you, this helps you enable all of that, as well as... Again, just like interacting with crises, like they're really good on deadly meteors, and they're really good on mutant madmen, and they're really good on riot. Is another uh, riot sparks is actually another good one, I think, because you can pay one to heal, and then also interact with the console and heal again. Yeah. So, and you have the power economy to do it. So, I think that's kind of what leverages him a little bit more over some of the other five threats for me is that he has just really, really, really good power economy as well as just all of his control. But... I've I've rambled a lot uh, this cast, but that's because I really love Thor. I really love Asgard. They were they were like the first affiliation I really dove into, and they helped me learn the game. Uh, Thor's probably my favorite. Him and Spider Man are probably like my two favorite uh, Marvel characters. Oh, you're so basic. And uh, well, <laughs> you know, what's your favorite? Who's my favorite? Who's your favorite? 
Uh, oh, there it is. What a dumb answer. What a dumb answer. Dumb? That's a dumb answer. What's your favorite Marvel character? I got a lot of wide variety of uh, people. It's hard. It's hard to pick one. I have two tattooed on me. So like, let's be honest. Like, who are the I've two? Got Dead... I've got Deadpool tattooed on me, okay. and I've got Captain America tattooed on me. He called Holding. me. Holding. He called me basic. You on here? So he called me basic. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, so I guess we can kind of move on to giving him a rating, unless anybody has anything else they would like to say. Any closing arguments? No, I I think that uh, you guys have said everything that that I could possibly think of. I have nothing to add. Well, then you can st start by adding your rating, Fred. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I I want to give him a B. I think that he is in solid B territory. Uh, maybe on the higher end of B, uh, but but still a B. I'm in full agreement. Uh, yeah, Fred. you can't do plus and minus. You, you know what? I'm I'm gonna give him a B. End. A B. Okay. <laughs> Fred, I'm 100% in agreement with you, and I will also give him a B. Uh, I guess you go ahead, Brad. I walked into this podcast thinking I was going to give him one thing, and nobody changed my mind. B. Okay. All right, Brandon, take us home. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going up an A minus. I yeah I I boy the 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 naysayer is is the highest grade. I know it's this is this is odd, but he does a lot of really good things. Um, a lot of really good things, especially as far as everything goes. He just yeah I the 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 size four is just really especially now. I feel like I can't remember the last time I played against a roster that didn't besides playing brad's x-men because brad's x-men but i feel like every other roster's got a hulk in it or a juggernaut or something that you just want to just be able to displace and kind of get out of the way that's 100 percent true yeah and just having that option available to have multiple attempts to throw that character in a turn um is really really relevant and i i do think the last couple of games I've played, I just remember looking down and it's like all my characters have like three conditions on them and just being able to get rid of those uh, is, is really good at this point in the game. So I, I think uh, I'm going to go A-. minus. Okay. All right. Well, that uh, wraps up our review of Thor. Uh, a good character with a good kit that is uh, slightly hindered by being a five threat leader as well as a little bit hindered by his own uh in affiliation stuff so that i surmise that correctly his affiliation is the only thing holding him back that's true yeah, i mean the, if the worst thing about you is the other models in your affiliation i i, I can't i just don't think that's a a, a reason to 
that's that's kind of where I kind of fell into like a little the bit. The B of a... for me is the diciness. It, it's I mean really it's the diciness, and I wish he had a little bit of defensive tech. That's where the B comes in uh, for the threat value. If he had just a little bit of dice manipulation and a little bit of defensive tech at five threat, I think he would 100% be an A. I've just been it's just been hard. It was hard for me because it's like I, I've I've put so much weight into where they rank in their affiliations yeah. and. He's the best. He's the best model in his affiliation. Well, we gave. That's true. We we gave. So like Black Swan, when you compare them, they're both going to be like if you compare with Power Stone, right? And we don't need to argue again about who's the better five point model with the stone, right? We well, don't need to do I, I'm just saying, like she does similar things. Like she doesn't have the throw here. She doesn't have the superpower throw, but she does similar things that he does, and she also has that nice ability to like cancel wilds. So, I mean, just a little bit of something, I, I think, is what bumps him up. I also think it, it could be very soon we get a new Thor model. So. I hope so. I hope so. Now, I think that he's such a good piece that, like, if there's a second affiliation with maybe a cheaper leader, like, let's say that there's a four-threat leader or something like that that comes for Asgard, I think that you take him, like, it's the leader plus him, most of the time as, I, it, as it currently quick, stands i've got a quick question hey brandon are you expecting them to create a chunky thor model a chunky boy no, a I, chunky don't think boy? I don't i don't i think if we get another thor it's going to be a six threat thor um with an axe the thor we should have gotten i think we'll get a you don't think that they'll do cool. Jane Foster Thor as a leader? They might. I, that's they, what I. Ooh. That's what I expect. I would just rather have a. I mean, yeah, and a non-leader Thor. That's like, um, I yeah. I mean, I can see both of those being a thing. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. Well, uh, yeah. So that wraps us up for Thor. Uh, Three Bs and an A minus. So I mean, overall, sitting pretty pretty high on uh, Thor. He he's a little bit higher in the middle of the pack, but uh, we can go on to comic books. So Brad, what do you have for us this week oh, for comic books? So check out Thor. Bring up my notes, even though I pretty much have memorized. So the first thing is um, Thor by Walter Simonson. Uh, that's Thor 337 through 382. That's four years worth of comics. Uh, when comic fans think of Thor, they think of this run. He's the definitive writer slash artist on Thor. Um, most of the stuff they have pulled, uh, for the movies have come from this run. Uh, it's, if you're only going to read one Thor thing, you read these four years. The other recommendation, because I like to have a couple, is Thor God and Thunder 1 through 11 by Jason Aaron and Saad Ribic. Uh, I've talked about Saad Ribic before and how good his art is. Um, and I've heard this run, Jason Aaron's Thor is pretty good, uh, even though I haven't read it. The important thing about this story is that it features Gore the God Killer, 
And if you've been playing, paying attention to MCU news, then you know Christian Bale's playing him in the upcoming Thor: God and Thunder. And so, if you want to read a comic with gore in it before the movie comes out, you can read Thor: God and Thunder one through eleven. I think side note that he looks really good as gore. Like I'm, I'm interested in the movie. Uh, I've seen pictures of comic gore and he doesn't look anything like that but I barely know that so I'm not going to let it hold me back from enjoying the film alright well if anyone else has anything to add go ahead we not, well, are we not do rosters anymore oh shit well we, we didn't do it last week I forgot I'm going to be honest with you I completely forgot about the segment well, Go Super Giant's probably not going to make her way into many rosters. So. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. Oh, Hit me with the rosters. Sorry. Am I the only one that has one? I think I don't have one. I I honestly do not have one either. I will. Um, I'll start. Play him in a, in Asgard. Take <laughs> Thor. <laughs> take Thor, Valkyrie, and then, I mean, it's I mean it's probably Angela. For 13 and then after that you put in uh, 2.15 and uh, take it from there take Odin's Blessing take Rainbow Bridge good to go go ahead bro. Uh, the roster I have um, I'm gonna <laughs> someone in this uh, will probably tear it apart but it is a uh, a Thor and X-Men roster uh, very heavy on three threat characters uh, with Black Cat, Beast, Domino, Magic Storm, and X-23 uh, with Honey Badger, Rogue, and Colossus um, as the other models in it, um, which is really relevant for the secures and extracts. I've got Riot Sparks, Infinity Formula, Struggle for the Cubes, and Spider Infected that are all 17. Um, you have 18 as Fear Grips World, or Hammers, and then Superpower Scoundrels is 20. Uh, the idea behind the roster is you get to play four three-threat characters and Thor at 17. Uh, at 18, you can play Rogue or Colossus as a four-threat over one of the three-threats, and then at 20, you can play um, Rogue, Colossus, and Honey Badger uh, with right Thor. Five, eight, thirteen, fifteen. Oh, the math might be wrong. I don't remember the twenty. Hold on. <laughs> you can either play Rogue and Colossus, or go back to a three threat and play Honey Badger. Yeah, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. You can play Thor, and then you can no. Play... That's not right. That's nineteen. You At play. 20... You play you four play... three, five threes, and you play the, you can play the five threes and Thor, or you can play a four oh, two, three threes and Thor. Yeah. So the base is five threes and Thor, um, and then you can take those last two three. You can take those last two threes and turn them into a four and two. Sorry. You cannot play both fours, Thor. Um, you can do that at nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I don't really want to play demons or intrusions. 
with this list. I think um, I think Brad. But your opponent's playing something. Yeah, and I think Brad can back me up. Probably not play Demons or Intrusions and Legacy Virus. I think at the other nineteen. Mm. Legacy and virus. with your list, not Legacy Virus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the idea I had. I think it's uh, seems good. You have kind of uh, this can help. Um, this helps Jared's flaw. I didn't want to spoil it earlier, but giving Thor cover, pretty good. Hey, <laughs> give Thor auto cover. Uh, seems seems strong. Uh, you have Honey Badger who can Honey Badger and Colossus who can bodyguard, uh, and then you know it kind of play more of a distraction game with Thor and play this uh, play the scenario with the rest of your pieces. So uh, seems fun. I don't know. Brad knows a lot more about X-Men. Would you I. like to hear my opinion about this list? I would. Let's hear it. I'm ready for it. I like it. I think it's pretty good. Thanks. I, 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 was, I put a lot of thought into it and especially in the Secures and Extracts because I was like, man, I can't come in here with a lackluster X-Men roster. I will never hear the end of it. I think <laughs> I think your roster's better with maybe some different five pointers, but Thor's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fun. I mean, I think the Yeah, I mean we have a we have a five pointer that um eventually when we review I will give the highest grade to, I think. Um uh, that I think fits in this roster very well as well. So, hmm, sounds like a roster I used to play. I and who convinced you to who talked you into playing that? You know what? I kicked him out. That's. I mean, you don't always make good decisions. So, <laughs> it's just well, it's mainly and he. Let's clarify that he mainly kicked him out because that's not really the game plan he was trying to play. No. So. That's that's I had a I brought a roster to the table unlike everybody else. So well, we didn't do them for the last two, so we kind of forgot this week. But you you picked up the slack where where we failed, Brandon. Thank you very okay. much for your work. Came in hot and ready. I thought you were gonna say hot and bothered. <laughs> I wanted to, but no, he came in like a little Caesar's pizza. Oh my god, delicious! Oh. I can go for Little Caesars right now. Oh, yeah. The Little Caesars covered with empanadas? No, not covered. Just an empanada <laughs> as dessert. That's a calzone. Oh, my God. That's a, that's it for this week. Well, hold on <laughs> just a second. Because I've got to do my non sequitur recommendation. Oh, that's right. God um, damn. I keep forgetting all yeah. these things. Uh, what so, are you doing um, there's a movie that is uh, streaming on Netflix. I, I think it's streaming on Netflix right now. And it is called Hunt for the Wilder People. And it is a very heartwarming comedy uh, that touches on some very sad topics. Uh, it, it, it has Sam Neill and, oh, the, I'm blanking on the, the, the actor's name, but it's the kid from Deadpool 2 uh, is in it as well. And... Uh, playing basically the same role, but in a much more heartwarming manner. Uh, and it, the the filmmaker is able to add in a great deal of uh, very sad themes without the whole mood of the movie being sadness. 
it's it still manages to be a comedy and that filmmaker is is a very very talented filmmaker named taika waititi oh yeah uh, and that is the connection today uh, uh so with this um with this uh segment i'm i'm wanting to do something that is entirely not connected to the character and thor is tough because everything you think about as thor is like norse mythology or i i, I almost brought god of war the playstation 5 uh, playstation 4 slash 5 game mm-hmm. and that would have been great that you should also play that by the way but that's too close. That's too close to Thor. I think he's Thor actually in it. Thor doesn't show up. Nope. He's not in it. Oh, okay. Thor? Well, his brother is in it. Thor shows up and in it. the God of War. Yeah, Thor's definitely in that game. He yeah, does? I believe he yeah. is in there. At the very yeah, end. I thought, his, I thought like his sons or whatever showed up, but he didn't show up. You got to you gotta beat the game and then go back to your house and then rest. And then when you rest, it does a oh, flash forward yeah. and then Thor's outside. Uh, you don't see like full that... Thor, but you see like, and then Mjolnir. the game ends. And then the game it's a, ends. It's a, it is a secret okay. ending. It's a, yeah, Spoiler. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're uh, set well, for the sequel that's coming out this year. People yep. are raging that they made Thor fat in that game. They're they're Thor. making him chunky Thor, and people He's don't like not it. Fat. He looks like a bodybuilder, not a bodybuilder, but like the world's strongest man competitor. To most well, we have, people, we have drifted fat. far afield. <laughs> uh, everyone should go watch Hunt for the Wilder People because it is a very good movie. <laughs> Ragnarok is anticipated to be released in late 2022. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, Thor Love and Thunder is anticipated to be released th- later this year as well. <laughs> also by Taika Waititi. Next month, right? Next month? Love next month. Might be. July I don't 8th. remember exactly what the release date is, but it's soon. It's, it's coming July up. 8th. July 8th. Love and Thunder. Doubt me on my release dates of Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for this week. Bye. <laughs>